I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets. I am joined this Monday morning by my all-the-time husband, now full-time mushroom soup chef, Kyle. And sometimes butthole. <laughs> what? That's what you said right before we started recording. I've never said such a thing in you my life. You said sometimes you're a real butthole, and then you started recording. <laughs> mm that's not true, and I would never use language that crass. You're right. You go all the way for the a-hole. <laughs> not the b-hole, the a-hole. Yes. And hey, I'm more A-class than I am B-class, so I, I accept that okay. nomenclature. All right, that makes sense. First, a shout-out to the many awesomes, Awesome Today fam, who have been enduring this winter weather. So much snow. There's a lot so, of snow in places. A lot of snow in so many places. Not just the Arctic or the Antarctic. Right. We, nope, I know. <laughs> I feel like I fumbled that. No, you, you did gonna, it right. I'm going to roll around on the ground looking for it. <laughs> you got it. While you talk. Um, we have no snow. We have clouds. We had some brutally cold wind. Spots of rain. Very tiny little spitty spots. We've, we've ranged... From the low 20s to the low 70s, inside of 24 hours, a few times in the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying, like, that's colder, that's hotter, or whatever. I'm saying, no, that's a ridiculous range. I think Death Valley's the only place that competes with us, and nobody with any sense lives there. Okay. I will take you at your word on that. I checked. I went and looked, and everyone I met had no damn sense that lived there. The weather has been so weird that the... Um, daffodils are blooming, even though they pop their little heads up and then they're like, oh, damn it, we <laughs> again. Oh, we blew it! Death again! <laughs> um, also, with daffodils blooming and, and 
the grass is filling in in the backyard. And the trees are it's, starting to pop some blossoms. It's more like weeds. Let's not try to yeah, yeah, put yeah, on yeah. airs with the good people. We don't actually have grass. We have various forms of weeds. You really feel invested in pointing that out anytime I talk about the grass in our yard. Here's the thing. I know. Your Honor. Yes. My Your background. My, your first job. My first industry yes. in this world was as a, a lawn care engineer. <laughs> Really? Something I was, yeah, a landscaper. Now listen, I mowed yards. Yeah, I mowed yards, but I had a damn good business. It put me through college with no debt, and it was a good deal. But I you know, know grass. I know what a, I know what grass is. I know what weeds are. I know what a yard should look like. I also know, in my adult life, I've never recreated that yard like I did for my clients because I don't pay well. I'm a bad boss. <laughs> Yes. When it comes to yard work. You're the you're the cobbler's child with the broken down shoes. Yes, the the what are they called? The carpenter's house is falling apart. Yes. Something. All of it. All of the idioms apply to us when it comes to our, I our am yard. An idiom. Well, what I was going to say is with everything kind of trying to figure out is it spring or is it not spring, we had a day where I feel like the pollen count was astronomical and for the very first time in my life granted i wasn't born in oklahoma but i pretty well grew up here and we've lived here in oklahoma city for 10 years almost 11 yeah um for the very first time in my life i had hives yeah all not beehives nope the allergy kind the kind where you're like what the hell's wrong with your skin? Yes. People look at you weird. You're all splotchy. It woke me up in the middle of the night. You had mm-hmm. seen it because I was like, can you please scratch my back? And you saw like yeah. these welts on me. And well, I, I rubbed termite dust on your back. Maybe that's that part of what it. happened. Thank don't you. Don't ask me why I have buckets of termite dust just on the ready. It was an experimental treatment for perimenopause. Yes. And you're like, I read somewhere. I this just might work. perimenopause. You and did. And I thought, well, let's not waste these <laughs> termite dusts. They're hard to come by. Yes. I had to crawl under a lot of homes to find this. No, but you were scratching my back, and you thought I maybe had some, gotten some bug bites. Mm-hmm. Um, the day continued on. I just could not stop itching. We went to bed. I woke up in the middle of the night just like... Screaming. No. Screaming whimpering. profanities. <laughs> whimpering, because I was itching everywhere. You said the F word several times in You were succession. asleep. You slept through this part. It woke me up. No, that's not true. Because, and I, the reason I know this I is... I pretended like I was asleep out of fear. I went to the bathroom to use the restroom and then also be like, what is going on? And there were these welts all over me. I Mm -hmm. freaked out. I almost woke you up. You were very sound asleep. I almost woke you up to be like, what's going on? I didn't, I've never had hives before. I didn't know, even know what they look like. I had to do some furious Googling in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. I had to have a consult with Dr. Google to figure out. And, the next day I woke up, I took a Zyrtec, and the hives disappeared. No, you had vomiting and partial blindness, but the, <laughs> From hives, the, Zyrtec? the hives were gone. From the Zyrtec? Zyrtec, brought to you by <laughs> sort of awesome. pharmaceutical.awesome <laughs> slash gov something. Anyway, I feel like this might be a radically intense seasonal allergy season if i'm already something 
breaking out in hives. I know this. You've you've been a real pill to be around. Wow, I love that phrase. We don't use that enough. We don't. That's the only reason I said it. I don't mm-hmm. believe it. I just wanted to use the phrase. That's You're a great always phrase. pleasant to the point where it agitates me. I know. You can, you do like to press a little hard on the old buttons just to get me riled up. I do. So I, I like can a, break out of my pleasantness. I like my my feisty Irish-Scottish woman. Yeah, I did I get like feisty to, with you earlier. I like you to slap me around a little bit sometimes. <laughs> Joke's on you. I'm into it. <laughs> so all of that to say, if you are covered in snow everywhere you look, we, we see you, we hear you. If you're like me and you're breaking Try up the Try hives tech, instead. <laughs> Snow and hives. We got that going for it's us. Perfect cheer. Um, let's do a little watch, read, listen, lifestyle-ing. That's all we do, isn't it? Yeah. Just, can you go with me here? I'm, I'm, the, I'm the host. I'm, I'm trying to lead you into the conversation. literally trying to follow you. So I need to talk about a watch. Okay. A wristwatch? Nope. A watch watch with your eyeballs. I'm watching with my balls. What? My, no. My eyeballs. <laughs> My eyeballs. Why, where'd your mind go? So a few weeks ago. I feel like that was a something Paul Rudd would say. Definitely, yes. In his more skeevy presentations. Mm-hmm. He's pretty rough. He's yeah. a beautiful man. I understand this. But yeah. he's, not, he's not all polish and glitter. Well, there's a very, very, very famous TikTok audio that it freaks me out. It freaks us both out. Now, I'm not going to say it. I might link it in the show notes, but it's from a Paul Rudd movie, and it's so disturbing. I hate it so yeah, much, but yet it's, it's when it comes up on TikTok, I watch it every time. Borderline rapey. It's really rough. So invasive. Um, that is not the watch that I want to talk about. So a few weeks ago, and sort of awesome, Kelly, my co-host, longtime co-host, brought... Short-time listener, long-time co-host... <laughs> Kelly brought, as her Awesome of the Week, the Apple TV show Shrinking. Okay. This is a um, a show on Apple it's TV. It's about the cartilage in old people's bodies. <laughs> and how it shrinks. Yes. It's fascinating viewing. Yeah. Um, do you say Jason Siegel or Jason Seagal, or how do you say his last name? I've, always, I've never Jason said Segel. it, and I refuse to say it. Okay. I imagine it. As the second thing you said, because I just said I can't say it. Okay. Jason Seagal? Something something close to that, yes. Okay. Let's go with that. Uh, well-known actor, most probably in, in regular pop culture known for his long-running role on How I Met Your Mother. However, you and I know and love him for movies such as, with Paul Rudd. Yes. As a matter of fact, with Paul Sarah Rudd. Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And I Love You, Man. Yes. Um... He's been in other things, too, for sure. Yes. Okay, so he is sort of the lead main character of the yes, show, Shrinking. in fact, I think just just last night, or I don't know how to speak in terms of how people listen to when we're talking, but as we're talking just last night, mm-hmm. I came downstairs and you were watching this, and I was like, what the hell is that? Because I was belligerent and angry. <laughs> That's not how it happened. I didn't say it that way, nor was I. I do you think people things. like imagine off mic that you really do just like I do? I think people stomp around the house. Really and... imagine that I'm. I think it makes them feel better to imagine me <laughs> as an angrily angry belligerent man because sometimes I say things that they don't agree with, so it helps to vilify oh, okay. me a little bit. No, but you did. You were, you were curious about what I was watching. I am a villain. So Jason Segal's character is a 
shrink, a psychiatrist, a therapist, you could say. And in the story, he has lost his wife. His wife died um, in a he car lost accident. Her in a shopping well, she, mall? She died. Oh, that's different. She died like a year ago as the story uh, begins. She's not lost, but he does miss her. Exactly. Um, and he's not handling it well. Not well at all. Which, which reeks of forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes. If you like Jason Segal and forgetting Sarah Marshall, this is him grown up, amped up like a hundred. It is, it's great. Okay. 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 I adore him as an actor. Keep your pants on. I will try to. Now, in the meantime, Harrison Ford. Have an awesome today, would you? (laughs) End of show. Edit. Cut. (laughs) Harrison Ford Sorry, you've conditioned me. Jason Segal's um, sort of mentor. He owns the counseling center that that they work at. He hates lightsabers. Harrison Ford does? Yeah. Han Solo, or Hanzolo, as you like <laughs> to refer to him. He didn't like to use lightsabers? In he the never movie. used a lightsaber. Really? Yeah, he thought it was all silliness. Okay. The whole Jedi world. He thought it was silly? Yeah. Well... There you go, Hans Olu. He was busy trying to hook up with Leia. Of course he was. Of course Everybody he was. else was, including her brother. Yeah. Um, so Harrison Ford is in this. He is a um, a therapist, a longtime therapist, who also has is dealing with a recent diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah. And then um, the third therapist in their office is Jessica Williams, who you don't find out this out immediately. but um, Her actual name is... Oh, sorry. What? What? Just try to focus on what I'm saying. I was just trying to ad lib, and then you made it awkward. Because <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? I don't know. Um, I, I can't be you. Jessica Williams is the third therapist in their office, and she, we don't find this out until later on in the series, but I don't think this is a huge spoiler. Um, her best friend is Jason Segal's wife, who had died. And so okay. she also is dealing with her own kinds of grief and yes. is going through a divorce and, and those types of things. Now, oh, listen, no. are as they I'm going to, are they going to get involved? No, no, I don't think so. I hope not. That's weird. As I'm telling this, I realize this sounds like a very dark and depressing show, but it's not. It's, it's hilarious not. that it's people are dead. Genuinely laugh out loud. If funny. you can't laugh at people dying, what can you laugh at? Okay. It is genuinely so funny, so well-written. I do have to note the showrunner, one of the showrunners for this show is Bill Lawrence, who was the showrunner and creator of Scrubs. So if you like that kind of humor. If you like showrunners, you'll love Dracar Noir. (laughs) I don't even, is that how you say it? I don't even know. I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. But um, Kelly raved about this show. I started watching it last night and I could not stop. You love it. It's so good. Kelly, I know you never listen to this show, but if somebody were to tell you about it, just know I'm telling you, Meg agrees. Yes. It's a great so, show. I'm here to rave about it, too. It's on Apple TV, which is only like six ninety nine a month. It's like really reasonable. Well, for unless you've only got six ninety eight. And then it's That's a fair point. an astronomical price. That's a fair point. Okay, I'm going to, since you are needing to take over the mic. No, I'm not. I think it's clear that I'm gonna you leave are. Uh, why don't you tell us what you Elvis watched? Elvis has left the building. What did you watch last night? Uh, Who's left the building? Elvis. I thought you said Elsa's. Elsa. Elsa has <laughs> Elsa left with Elvis. Don't make it awkward. Mm-hmm. What did you watch last night? Well, I didn't watch the whole thing. 
I didn't watch the whole thing. Now I feel exposed. Dirty. You're the one that chose to take your pants off. (laughs) I do that for every episode. Okay. Why did you make it weird? Nobody else cared until you brought it up. All right. Uh, Last night, I began watching A Guide to Meditation on Netflix, which is a Headspace production. Mm -hmm. Is that, am I saying all that correctly? The uh, loose narration around the first episode is that there was a fellow as a young man who was disenchanted with the world and decided, I'm going to go be a monk in the Himalayas, I believe. Okay. It was the Himalayas. Yeah. Spent many, many years traveling under many masters of self-peace and things in that region, which it's known for. It is known for. And then at some point decided to come back and make a Netflix special (laughs) about meditation. And the way that this is structured is he, he talks through some concepts around it. And then towards the end of each episode, there is an actual meditation that he would lead, invite you to participate in. He would lead and and direct you through. Now, if you've never meditated before, one, how dare you? I was going to say one, I think it's time. Same thing. You're you're inviting them in. I'm shaming them in. And there's two different. They're both valid perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that because I'm the kind of person in my past who would have been like, eh, meditation. You're weak. If you can't handle your life, you're weak. Wow. No wonder you have some self-compassion things that come to the surface from time to time. Talk more about that. Do you really want me to? Yeah, why not? Um, I am constantly... I already have my pants off. Let's go. <laughs> I'm constantly surprised when you do reveal these inner dialogues that you have with yourself, how critical and harsh in the past. Mm-hmm. I would say you've come through a lot of healing, a lot of growth, a lot of advancement lot in this of area. removal. <laughs> but the depth to which you have been so critical and so discompassionate with yourself always surprises me okay well if i may is it is it open mic at the it's open mic at the coffee house at the coffee house we don't even have coffee damn it man um i can't i can't accurately speak to the differences in how uh boys and girls are raised and what kind of things all i know is what i grew up believing was right for me who just so happened to be a boy. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to shame anyone or flex compare or anything else. Mm-hmm. But the the way that I grew up, whether it was intended or not by my parents, is that your your job, sir, young sir, is to flex and win mm-hmm. against whatever obstruction comes your way and to not be defeated and all of that. And it it makes for moments where you do you criticize you're like stop stop being a punk that didn't feel good that's fine there's a lot of things that don't feel good stop being a punk bow up and let's go because nobody's going to do it for you mm-hmm. so toughen up and let's go and let's get past things so that would be the perspective from which i have as you would view them ugly self talks mm-hmm. 
in the past to challenge self. Yeah. To not be defeated by whatever ugly thing comes along. Mm -hmm. And there's plenty of ugly things that come along for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. Um, As it would relate all the way back to meditation in general Mm -hmm. and this particular presentation of it and all of that, I I guess in in a past version of things, I would have, by default, from that existence, viewed meditation as like, hey, just you don't need... You don't need a minute. Toughen up and let's go. Mm-hmm. There's not enough time to sit around and feel sorry. You can do whatever later and all of that. And that's a way. That is a way mm-hmm. through life and can be successful. But as of late, everybody that's listened to any episodes of this knows I've become very intrigued at meditation. It's not so much that I can't fight through and overcome a thing. It's that this this moment of grounding this moment of kind of retreat yeah it's that it allows me then as i come out of that too yes absolutely with both legs drop kick whatever thing in the chest and defeat it but to do so with some pleasantness in my soul yeah rather than defiant anger mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which makes me from what i gather from what you've said and from how the children have stopped flinching, it makes me a generally better person to be around. Yes. The children don't. Flinch. I was going to say. Just, just for the record, the for children legal, are not for flinching. For legal purposes. I Kyle's kidding. sometimes elaborate a yes. bit. Um, no, but I think that's really good. Do you feel like if somebody is kind of like you, maybe a little bit skeptical about meditation, that this would be a good entryway into the practice. I think it is so far. Now I've, I've experienced very little of this series so far, so I can't just be like, this is the answer. But for all the things we've mentioned, whether it's sad gurus, inner engineering, or this as an introduction, or what's the other one, the gateway tapes, not all of them, because some of them get a little wackadoo, but all of this, all of these things have been a means of, Hey, you don't know how to do this, you idiot. You're just a fighter. That's all you've ever done is fight. And maybe you'd like to fight without being angry. Because it is a fight, all of the things in life. And these are some very intriguing and enjoyable ways to do so. Yeah. And maintain some some pleasantness, both for yourself and for those who are around you. Very good. Very good. I feel like I need to black out because I just said a lot of words. Okay, well, take a deep breath because you got to say a few more words. But <gasps> like that? Yeah. You like it when it's audible? Does I that turn do. you on? Yes. So I mentioned to you off mic before we started recording that Headspace is a longtime sponsor of Sorta Awesome. I'm going to go and look and see if there's an active sponsor code right now. Okay. And if there is, I will put it in the show notes if you want to check out their app. Okay. Which I have used. I have I have it on my phone right now. I've used it for years, and I think it is a really great way to begin the practice, or maybe extend it if you know. Like, You've already begun. Yeah. Some people have. Yeah. Everybody has in their own way. Yeah. I. I that's the thing. That's. I, I've I've felt so weird as I've brought up things around meditation and things because I. I don't not believe, double negative, which means I do believe, um, that most people probably have found much faster than me in life ways into mm. something that brings 
some peace in the battle. Yeah. I'm new. I'm new to the scene. I'm an advocate as much as I can be at this point. And allowing yourself to be a beginner is a big part. A noob. A rank-ass noob, as it were, (laughs) in the gaming world. Yeah. It's an important part of human growth and development. And why we're here on this planet. Why we're here. Why? Why? Or why? 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 Why are we here? To experience. Okay. And sometimes you have to come at the experience as a beginner. In fact, almost everything you come at as a beginner the first time, right? Well, I would say everything the first time, yes. All right. One more watch that we wanted to mention. Shout out to Madonna, like a virgin. (laughs) Okay, good. That's good. Ask Siri to play that. Nope. I I was waiting waiting to see if she was going to start playing it. The other day, I literally whispered a comment, Heavy H whispered a comment about her in reference to a song, and she began playing it. Yeah, it freaked us both out. You can't hear me to set a timer (laughs) while I'm cooking, but you can hear that from two rooms away. Okay, you pointed out to me, and I have been enjoying this. So I, I talked about the um, Architectural Digest um, mm-hmm. home tours last week. You love your architect. Well, this... All of them. <laughs> this time, this past week, you brought me the elevated version. Um, well, thank you. There's a YouTuber named Ennis Yulesmeiser. Yulesmeiser? He says it so fast. Yulesmeiser. It's spelled Y-U-L-M-I-Z-E-R. Yulmazur. He says it so fast. I can't even replicate the way he says it. And I apologize to Ennis for that. I yeah. want to say his name right. Yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. And he is a cool guy. His niche that he's found on YouTube is touring like these multi-million dollar mansions. Like by multi... Multis, multiples the, of multiples. The cheapest thing he's done is in recent time is well above $10 million. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you pointed out some of these to me, um, and boy, are they fascinating. Yeah. It's so interesting what people do with homes and choices that are made and taste that is um, embodied. Right. It's just, it's wildly interesting. If you just are craving in these doldrums of February going into March, craving some just pure escapism yeah. and led by a guy who's really charming. Now his cameraman is uh, Mikey. Mikey, the cameraman. Cameraman sidekick is maybe not as charming, but Ennis really is so charming and he has a strong background in um, construction and planning of homes. Does and he? You read up on this? No, but you can tell by the way he talks about things. He I knows what know. he's talking I about. I feel like you you maybe spoke a little strongly there. <laughs> okay. Tell me the story of Ennis well, that you know. The story that I know? Yes. Is that he's a terribly attentive person. Yeah. From what I gather, and I'm not swearing to this as gospel truth because we all know that's the good news. Right? Isn't that how it goes? Mm-hmm. Um, Ennis and Mikey, the cameraman, are long-term friends. Mm. Or long-term in relation to how long the channel's been alive. And when they started out, like like most things, they started out pretty bootleg with things. I, I feel like just showing videos of just the everyman's home. Yeah. They were both kind of shock and awed over the amount of interest yes in their viewership on youtube 
somehow, some way, leveraged that into getting access to increasingly bigger properties. Probably some facet of that had to do with how often a thing that they showed ended up selling quickly. Yeah. And what real estate agent isn't a fan of that. Right. Because the faster it sells, the faster they make a commission. You know it. And what homeowner that's trying to sure. not own that home is not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they, uh, they've kind of skyrocketed in the last couple of, well, let's call it three or four, maybe even five years, and just found themselves gaining access to higher and higher end homes and far more than just domestic. Yeah. They, I think they headquartered out of California, mm-hmm. but suddenly found themselves both all across the continental U.S. as well as into Europe and on yachts and all kinds of fascinating things. Absolutely. It's, a, it's really a great show. And Ennis is so – he's so naturally unoffensive and polished. He is a code switcher. Yeah. Mikey is not. Right. And Mikey talks just enough. The camera guy, Mikey, talks just enough that you're like, what the hell just happened to this show? Which almost makes you want to turn it off. But then Mikey stops talking and it's good again. Yeah. And Ennis and Mikey, if you hear this, take, just take it for what it's worth. Mikey, less talking. Less talking, more filming. (laughs) Yes. Um, he's good at filming. I mean, the, the shots yeah, he does he gets, a great job gorgeous. filming, editing, yes. all of that. If he'd edit himself out more, it'd be even better. <laughs> all right, I don't. No offense, Mikey's a Mikey's a, a redneck from Texas. Yeah, we he's our people. He's our people. But then it's like when I'm watching this, I'm not trying to watch my people, sir. <laughs> exactly. I'd watch cops if I wanted to see my people. <laughs> yes. All right, I those were our watches. I will admit, I have no reads to tell you about. I'll explain more about that later. Oh, how much later? In this episode. Okay. Yeah, not like it in a few months from now, but... <laughs> Remember that story. We'll come back. <laughs> um, Listening-wise, I don't often do this, but I was very insistent that you listen to a podcast you episode did. this week. It was in all caps... Recommendation yep. across the text messaging platform. And I will give credit where it's due. You did listen to it. I did. It's an episode of the podcast Other World, which I am more and more obsessed with. I was kind I was like low-key obsessed from the first episode I listened to of this podcast. My fascination and affection mm-hmm. for this podcast has grown. So I insisted that you yeah. listened to episode 22, The I, Ball of Light. Yeah, I basically knew I wasn't going to get to stay in our home any longer if I didn't listen soon. I'm glad that you made the right choice and you listened I to it. too. I hate to move out. Again. Again and again. <laughs> the number of and times then. that shitty tent in our backyard has <laughs> held my unwashed body for the night. And it'd be so simple if you would just listen to the podcast. Or take a bath or a shower or something. Um, okay. So in this episode, Jack Wagner, the host, interviews a woman who is, although she does not like to classify herself as this, she's something of a clairvoyant. She does readings for people in mm-hmm. which she enters a trance. This is These are her words. These are her words. She enters a trance and she receives information and acts as a conduit for this information she receives from 
The Other World. I mean... As is the name of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the the higher... Are they higher? Unseen... Uh, Lower? Adjacent? I think she would say higher. Um, higher knowledge that's out there. The okay. source of knowledge. Broader knowledge. Yes. And... You know, people's opinions on mediums, clairvoyant psychics, they're, it's all over the place, yeah, right? Yeah. Every person who has interacted it's with this... It's all bullshit until it's true. Yeah, exactly. I think that's been Jack's experience in this. He has said over and over that he's highly skeptical of anybody who would call themselves a psychic or whatever, highly skeptical of these readings. He and others, and this woman's name is Wendy, by the way, have received readings from her that were so... Invasively true. Invasively true. Yeah. That's a great way to say it. Like he had to edit out portions because yes. it got so personal. Yes. The things that she was yes. saying. So like, how dare you? My herpes are not common knowledge. <laughs> That's not what he said. It wasn't about herpes. It wasn't. No offense to anybody that has herpes. Okay. Um it was It's a virus. To me. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was just so fascinating to hear her story and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how she had like this experience that sort of um, unlocked this ability for her. What'd she call it? A Kundalini, Kundalini awakening. Kundalini? Yes. you Awakening. Yes. Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. Okay. You're laughing for both of us. <laughs> um, that's a thing. If you have any... All the way back to, again, our discussion of meditation and the world of yoga and stuff. Kundalini awakening is a thing. Mm -hmm. Go read about it. We don't have to explain it. People can do and do. People do do their own <laughs> research. Yeah. Dad joke America. Mm -hmm. Point seven. Yeah. So thank you for listening. We had a good conversation about it. Have an awesome today, would you? I don't think it impacted you as strongly as it oh. impacted me. No, it did. It did differently, though. Differently. Okay. That's a fair way to say it. I'm not convinced that she's not borderline a hack. Well, I hate that. I know. But I'm not convinced that she's not real either. I think it's a real world and a real space, but I think there's plenty of charlatans within it as well. And I just can't figure out if she's fully authentic 
Why are you looking at me like that? Because this is, it's triggering. I, if you recall when we talked about your response to it, I, I know also you tried I got, to punch me in the throat. I got very defensive about it. It's very invasive. <laughs> I don't like to be punched in the throat. Well, then you should stop sharing your you honest opinion. You should stop opinions. talking, you butthole. <laughs> Uh, I differ from Kyle in my response. And You're the, abusive. This, <laughs> this woman's story and her experience and what other people have experienced from her feel very true and very spot on for me. You're more of the skeptic. It's I fine. We I need skeptics in this have, world. I could have bought more in if, what's his name, the host? Jack. Or, if Jack hadn't edited so much out because he was feeling vulnerable. Come on, Jack. All right. Okay. Well, I see where you're coming from, but I do disagree with you. And well, then you don't see where I'm coming from. That's not true. It oh, is. my gosh. I don't mean to yell, but it's that's true. not true. It's true. All the you levels can, on the recording devices just say yeah. nuclear warning. You can absolutely see where someone is coming from and also not agree with them. Now, don't say anything else unless you want to go back to the tent in the backyard and it's going to rain tonight. Listen, so I'm watch yourself. Pretty sure that's where I'm sleeping anyway. I've already <laughs> resigned to it. Okay. Um, a song came up on your old car play today as we were running around town. What is car play? What is this voodoo of which you speak? You tell me. No, you tell me. It's the technology that when we get into Lola, the Jeep, uh, it just automatically, when you plug in your phone, starts playing your liked playlist on the old Spotify. It's not always automatic. Oh, it's not when you plug it in? Let's be honest. CarPlay, which is the name of the software employed by Chrysler Corporation for the Jeep usage, Mm -hmm. that was all the low mumbled disclaimers on things. When it works, it works magnificently. When it's trying to be problematic, it's worse worse than trying to talk to Alexa, Siri, whoever. They're like, what? I didn't listen to you because I'm busy. My own AI thing. (laughs) Uploading things to the initial organizations of the governments. Yep. Well, we were running around town in Lola. The Jeep. Yes. She's and a beautiful Jeep. Yes, she is. And I don't often get to ride in Lola these days, let alone drive her. It's true. You've not been behaving well, so you don't get that benefit. One thing I love about getting to ride in Lola is those seat warmers are yeah. legitimate. And it was, it was cool enough today. They mattered. Yeah, they There's no, it's no fun when it's 70 plus and you got the heat warmer on. No, no, then no. you're just making... Yeah. Crack gravy. Yeah. Um, anyway. Not crack like the drug, <laughs> like your butt crack. Yes. Thank you for clarifying. Um, a song, important. A song came up by L. King, a classic. L. King? L. King. Okay. Two names, first and last name. Yep. Everybody knows it's called X's and O's, and it came out a few years it's ago. It's promiscuous. Yeah. I hadn't heard this song in a hot minute, and it was a delight to be reminded of it. She basically helps men understand sexuality. Yeah, and then the they never want to leave. Is that how you fantasized yourself to be? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I mean, you helped me. Yeah. Well, I think I would say we helped each other. I don't know. I don't Our experience is very limited. As the phrase goes, I don't know shit from Shinola. True fact. So Thanks, I appreciate that. Um, well, you know, in terms of like being a lover, <laughs> it's just this is 
getting very too invasively personal for me. I, like Jack Wagner, will have to edit out parts of this. What? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just we don't kidding. edit this show. That's part of the motto. That's part of the je ne sais quoi. How do you say? Je ne sais quoi. Yeah, you didn't catch it. I tell you, that's what that means? No. That is what that means, yes. No, it's not. Is it? No, it means how do you say. <laughs> Je no. ne sais quoi means how do you say. Is that right? I think so. I don't know. Somebody will correct us. I'm going to Google wrong. it while you talk about your third round of mushroom soup. Mushroom soup. Why would people eat mushrooms that don't have psilocybin in them? <laughs> Things like that on microphone. I'm asking because it's a real question. Well, because they're tasty and delicious. Well, that's true to some people. It's not true to everyone. I can remember as a child, I feel like there should be some music now that begins to play when I say something like that. I can remember as a child. And then here comes a... Yes. I mean, are you editing at all? Are you going to put anything in here? No, music? I'm still looking up je ne sais quoi, and I don't know how okay. to spell it because I don't know French. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch your search results as I try to fill uh, mic time. Je ne sais quoi, French for I don't know what. Okay. What did I say before? How do you say? Okay. What's the soup du jour? That sounds good. I'll have that. That was, I stole that. Thank you, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um, Back to mushroom soup. Mushroom soup. So my whole life, I've not liked mushrooms. Right. You thought. I thought because I'd grown up like every other person that grew up like I did. Is that pretty all encompassing Mm -hmm. to say that maybe no one else grew up like this except the people I grew up around? Yes. They all had a I remember, certain je ne sais quoi. Here's, here's, here's a je ne sais quoi moment. Um, here's an experience from my childhood. I remember my sister is six years older than me. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes our experiences in growing up were her purposefully trying to find ways to aggravate me, including hitting me in the head with a baseball bat one time. But that's another story. And I don't hold a grudge. You hold a grudge. Because now you're dealing with me, and every time I'm around a microwave, I crap myself. (laughs) But that's a different thing. Um, I remember one time at a meal where we had mushrooms. I wouldn't have even thought anything about what we were eating because I never liked really what we were eating. I just ate because it was food and I needed to eat. I'm very utilitarian like that. Or I was as a child. I'm less so as an adult. I like to have good food now. Yeah. She had thrown a real fit at the dinner table and and undoubtedly had learned something at school recently and regurgitated it and said, oh, gross, as she was directing this to me. You're eating sacrifice. Oh. That sounds very heinous and yeah. wrong, doesn't it? And so I, I wrote off mushrooms at that point. I will not eat a sacrifice. I don't know what it is, but I don't think you should eat one. <laughs> right, right, right. I don't even know if that's what they are or if even what she said was accurate or if I'm repeating it accurately. But mm-hmm. that's what I remember. Yeah. Now, when you go to the grocer, the standard, the standard grocer, you've got your choice usually between white mushrooms of no known generic white species yeah. and maybe some shiitakes or portobello or portobello maybe portobello it depends on the stores you shop at right uh-huh. and they're okay 
they're fine. If you throw enough soy sauce, butter, and things, mm-hmm. you can have them with a steak or something. Which we've done many times, we've listen. Done, we've done many times. And I think I've done quite well. I think so. Although it just tasted like a sponge full of soy sauce and And that's really... Things. The mushrooms we had experienced up into uh, the past couple of weeks, really, the, you're exactly right. The, the mushroom served as a sponge of the flavor that you were cooking with, the yeah. sauce you were using, whatever. Which I've always held that... Vegetables in general. I don't know if a mushroom's technically a vegetable or not, but I've always held that vegetables in general are nothing more than a fat carrier. Yeah. Because they suck. Yeah. Okay. But we've had this mushroom. But vegetables suck. I want everyone to know that. Okay. Okay. And they're good for carrying fat. Butter, oil, things, fat. We need fat. Mushroom awakening. Mushroom awakening. Okay. I randomly on my YouTube recommended things to watch. I start getting videos on mushrooms, home home mycology. Oh yeah, people that are growing mushrooms and oyster mushrooms yes. specifically are some that are very interesting. Some of the wild, beautiful colors and shapes and things. So beautiful. I just got all like mushroom fury yeah. about things. Mushroom and fever. Yeah. It's different than cowbell fever. It's mushroom fever. Yeah. So I look up a few recipes. I start going to stores. Uh, it was awesome. Sarah. Sarah, who was like, check out the Asian markets around you. And I did. And it was like a quarter of or a third of the cost. For so many more varieties. So many more varieties of mushroom. They have all the mushrooms there. They don't all look pristine, but they're still edible. We've proven that a few times. Yes. We've been making mushroom soups. The third edition... The third attempt, the third effort, the yes. third recipe mm-hmm. was today. L- less bacon every time. Yeah. Otherwise, it just tastes like bacon soup. Yeah. I think that you've realized that with each iteration because you do – bacon is such a go-to for you in terms of flavor and, and texture. Fat. And fat. Yeah. And so I think we started out pretty bacon heavy. Yeah. As you've refined the recipe, you've realized you don't need that much bacon. No, just barely any. I yeah. went down. I went down to – what half yeah or less of what the original recipe i found called for mm-hmm. little bit of bacon in there to get some fat actually today what was really interesting is we did barely any bacon we did some some italian sausage like yeah. we have a grocer that actually makes they have a meat market they actually make sausage it's not mm-hmm. johnsonville whatever not that that's a problem just sure. it's a little better the more fresh it is yeah Used some of that, did, I think, four different varieties of mushrooms. Some oyster. I don't even know what the names of the other words were. I can't read whatever. The Asian market we go to, I don't know what language it is they're printing things in. I would well, guess maybe Vietnamese. No, no. Like, what you have to remember about Super Cow Wen is it's every culture is represented It is every culture. There. So you've got... It's challenging. There's a lot of Vietnamese, but there's also, in the terms of the products they carry, there's everything from Indonesian to Japanese to... To Mexican to yeah. everything. Yeah. Everything. So it is, if you... They are a world market. It's truly our world market. Like, that's yeah. that's the closest we get. And and they do an amazing job. They really like, do. They really do. I wouldn't eat their seafood. It's not fresh. I smells, think their seafood's okay. It's just weird. they carry so much that it's very pugnant. They carry it past prime. <laughs> Trust me. All right. Anyway, they have a great mushroom selection. They Sarah do. was not wrong. They do. 
did that did a bunch of those did uh yellow yellow golden potatoes not yellow golden potatoes a little bit of that in there you you do all these things uh you scoop out a portion of the chunkies you finish cooking you blend and then you dump your chunkies back in yes but what was the game changer today well the game changer today thank you for asking was that i went heavier on broth mm-hmm. of the, the or stock i'm sorry not broth stock either yeah. one would work yeah. um so it was a it was more liquidy before yeah. we did the blending and the reincorporation oh. of everything and so it was less gravy-like and more soup-like. Yeah. Now, within the sausage itself, I think what really made a difference in the taste wasn't so much that it was sausage. It's that Italian sausage has a heavy fennel component. Right. And there was something about the way the fennel married with the mushrooms. It was good. We gave some to awesome Catherine. Mm-hmm. We drove it over to her house because we live close. And that's a thing that we do because we're awesome. Yeah. And I would I would feel pretty solid. Naked. In, no. Solid. Solid in saying there's actually no one on this planet that loves your cooking more than Catherine. That's and that true. includes this entire family that that's you <laughs> live with and cook for. If I made something you all hated, I could take some to her and she would at least say, it doesn't suck. <laughs> And I would feel better. She is a big fan of your cooking. And I texted and I was like, uh, hey, Kyle made this sausage mushroom soup. She uh, texted back profanity. Yep, yeah, exactly. I won't share what she said. But we took it some might of her. keep her out of heaven. She did say, in, in fact, speaking of that, she did say that she died. It was so good. So well, I hope she makes it to heaven. <laughs> God bless you, Catherine. <laughs> Father, Son, Holy Spirit. All of that to say, you just keep making mushroom soup and every single iteration is better. It's advancing and it's awesomeness. I didn't like last week's version. You did? What? I did a little secret trick with hamburger meat. Oh, that's right. We talked about it last week, too. Yeah, you put baking soda on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very different. You should try it just to know the experience. Not that you have to make a whole mushroom soup, but you should try hamburger meat with baking soda. It's very different. Very different. Um, But this week, with the sausage, the flavors, it was just like... Sausage and mushroom love each other. They do. They and do. They're, this, they're two castaways. Yeah. They got are. married on a deserted island. That's right. And wanted to have babies in your stomach. Okay. That's, that's weird. That's I made trippy. that weird. And I'm sorry. What kind of mushrooms did you put in there? Not the good kind. Okay. Evidently. Or we wouldn't be recording right now. Um, People do have to come down the stairs to use the downstairs restroom. That's a whole side that's topic. That's a side topic. We have a, a turlet on the fritz. And in a family of seven, there's nothing more exciting than Than sharing one toilet. (laughs) I feel like we live in a tenement in New York City in the 1920s. I feel like New York City laughs at us right now. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We went to the cigar store today. Yes, we did. You popped in there and you found my favorite cigar that we've smoked yet. I like to kick the front door open like a police raid and then make kung fu arm actions and then act like nothing happened and walk on in at the cigar shop yes. they probably are just like all right kyle's back yeah that, i think that's probably a common phrase there now so tell the people what you picked up well what do you ask for well first i asked for minis which minis. are a well it's a mini cigar it's it's like uh <clears throat> cigarello it's it's uh 
Yeah, it's a cigarillo. It's it's just barely bigger than the circumference of a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are they are machine made. They are not hand rolled like a right. true cigar of the old world. Yeah, and if you're new to Awesome Today, you may not know because we haven't talked about cigars in a long time, but. Um, Kyle is a, a high-key cigar aficionado. Well, that's generous of you. I love cigars. I don't know if that makes me an aficionado. Oh, I think I think we're pretty safe to say that that's the level okay. that you are. Okay. Um, he brought me into the enjoyment. We, uh, I like all, to enjoy things with you. Yes, and we feel very good and at peace with the safety level involved in smoking cigars. Yes. I well, don't want anyone I to... I mean, it's not like a NASCAR race where we're not qualified to drive yeah. and all of a sudden we're there. If anybody is new to Awesome Today, I just don't want them to clutch their pearls and be concerned about us. Well, if anybody's new and clutching their pearls, just wait because shit's about to get real. <laughs> Maybe not in this episode, but another one. But you never know. You never know. What episode shit's going to get real in. I still don't have pants on, so there's that. <laughs> anyway, what did you pick up today? So not that you did get me some yeah. minis. You said you wanted something creamy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the the guiding thing. Mm-hmm. Now just like wines or liquors or anything else, well-made cigars, not the Swisher sweets that you get at the gas station, but a, a well-made handcrafted literally having touched Decades worth of hands by the time it gets to the consumer. A well-made craftsman's cigar. Well, very natural to the the style of leaf, where it was grown, the soil that it was in, the sunlight that it saw, all kinds of things. You can begin to pret- to to know what notes of flavor are going to be coming through, what kind of experience you have, whether it's creamy, whether it's spicy, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. But you said you wanted something creamy, and that is a note. Mm-hmm. That is a, a, a direction mm-hmm. that some people do quite well at. Well, there's a company out of the UK called Davidoff. Yes. If you're a redneck, you'd say Davidoff. Right. Mm-hmm. Davidoff. Yeah. And they make nothing that you would classify as a bold, right. heavy thing. They they tend towards the creamier side. Subtle, genteel. Genteel, yes. We picked up, I picked up very purposefully because of your request of creaminess. Yeah. Not that there aren't other solutions for it, but we went there. We've not had those before. We had not, and I, uh, 1,000%. We'll talk about it. Now it's your turn. Well. say a lot of words because I'm tired. You and I are on different, not different, but like. Different planes, I'm a jackass, and you're nice. Okay, I said it all. Now you talk about the cigar. We enjoy different flavor profiles when it comes to cigars. Mm-hmm. You love a bold kick in the face. Yes. I like something subtle. I like something that is inviting you to stick a with back it. of the hand cutter ass. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. I like something that's so subtle that it invites you to stick with the whole cigar and not get sick or overwhelmed or overpowered. Only weenies get sick. Oh, I do every time Eat I smoke Eat a teaspoon one. of sugar. Yeah, I know. That's always your solution. Um, it does help. Okay? I'll say that. Um, what I loved about this is it was so approachable, so smooth. Mm-hmm. Like, um, how can I say this? Because I don't cream want to... Cream soda? A cream soda is a good way to describe it. Um, a, a glass of tea. Not a glass. A mug of tea. A mug of glass. Yes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
a mug of tea. It was so gentle. It was, but, but not beige. It wasn't like, I can imagine that there's probably some mild cigars that you're just like, like, why am I even smoking this? There's no flavor here. That was not the flavor profile. This was complex. It was still had complexity in its creaminess. I think cream soda is a great way. A cream soda, a light and bright hot tea. There, there were points in this cigar. So anybody that's never yeah. smoked a cigar, a true, legit, hand-rolled cigar, Yeah, there are significant changes, oddly, yes. very consistently across all of them that occur as you transition through thirds yes. of the cigar. Yeah. And we did in the last third get to something that was very tea-like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just it was highly enjoyable. Like I said when we first mentioned this, it's probably my favorite cigar I've ever smoked. And I was not we didn't set out looking for that. I well, just gave you a, a flavor yeah. idea. And because I worship at your altar, we'll now buy a box of those. <laughs> Well, I don't know. That might be a little excessive. Oh, just put it back in your pants. It was really good. So if you have a cigar lover in your life or somebody who's wanted to dabble, I mean, I would say Davidoff is probably at the higher price point in for a beginner. However, they're, they're delicious. They are delicious. And if you do have somebody in your life who is who enjoys a good cigar, this would be a great gift, a great, yeah. um, like, I don't know. So like normally, you alluded to this. Normally, I want something that's going to punch me in the face and then give me a hug and then punch me again. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more of an aggressive. Mm-hmm. I like the the things. Yeah. I would not have thought. It's why we've never had a Davidoff before, because I would not have thought, oh, give me give me the creamy baby cigar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like that idea. I know. No one does, <laughs> including all the people that just stopped listening. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this. I don't know that it's something I would purposefully keep for me, but I would n- never balk at somebody giving that as a gift. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And just the name Davidoff really signifies, oh, hey, you got me a really, really nice present. Anybody that smokes oh, yeah. semi-regular would know that's a that's a big deal. For sure. Um, I need to say one more thing. Like I alluded to when mm-hmm. I talked about how I haven't do- been doing any reading, what I have spent a lot of hours on this week is getting the old sort of awesome YouTube channel back up and running. One of my visions for this year was sort of awesome is to bring in a video component. Finally, after all these years and a, a seer telling the past and future of all people you talk to. Okay. That would be very highly enjoyed as well, but that's not that's not my vision for this year. Okay. Maybe well, in the you're future. Probably do it, so. Maybe in the future. Um, but I've been trying to get our um, our recordings out in video format. Yeah. You know, it's like it is for the current awesomes for people who like to have a visual of what their favorite podcasters look like when they're recording. But at the same time, beyond that, it's to bring in new people who are awesomes and they don't even know it yet. That's the thing, isn't it? Yes. Nineteen fifties. Never mind. I've been spending an untold number of hours on processing these videos, getting them uploaded to YouTube. Now, this morning, it was funny. I was checking in on the latest one I had uploaded to the Sword Awesome YouTube channel. Mac, our twins are like, they live in, in YouTube. Yeah, they don't know anything 
Oh. They can't read, but they know. Yes, they can. They can read a little. <laughs> it's embarrassing, but they can read a little. They can read, and they also love YouTube, and they also understand already the intrinsic value of how many views a video has. Yeah. How important that is in the culture of YouTube. So Mac is looking over my shoulder as I'm checking on the YouTube channel, and he's like, oh, that one only got two views. That's sad. <laughs> Right. Yeah. It was very politely condescending. Of course, it had only been up for an hour at that point. <laughs> now it has 12 views. <laughs> well, hours ago. Yes. We've, it's been um, anyway, I've been working really hard on this. It's been highly enjoyable. You have discovered some very fascinating things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. One of them is. You want is, me to keep talking, or no, are you going to talk? Can I tell you the most fascinating? I would hope but it's you not, would. It's not really even fascinating. It's like oh, it just it's mediocre, and everybody knows it. I don't think anybody does know it. That then it is fascinating. That's not a YouTube creator. Okay. It takes so. I feel like I'm milking a bull. Long. Come on, tell me about it. The biggest discovery this past week is how long it takes, the hours it takes. Not, I'm not even doing any editing editing. I'm talking about exporting out of my video editing program and uploading to YouTube. Yes. Video is just so big and clunky. I'm used to working with audio, which, yeah, it's it takes nimble. a little time. It's well, a lot more nimble than yeah. video is. And so this has been a whole new world for me. Now I have so much respect for videos that are even like 10 minutes long. Yeah. The amount of work that goes into these. Oh, my gosh. The babysitting of the upload that if it cancels at any point, you have to start all over. Yes. Yeah. There's, it's. I'm not saying like I know shit, but I did. Yeah. I did a little bit of video with Awesome today way back. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's so much, it's so time intensive, so much more than I thought it was. Because again, in the world I work in, in audio, yeah, it takes some time. And I'm a lot, a lot, a lot more adept at editing audio than I am video. Except that. I'm growing in my knowledge and application of video literally editing. Literally in the last 72 hours have discovered that editing video is actually quite a delight. Yeah, I made you look it's at... the uploads that suck. Yeah, I made you watch what I had figured out. Was it last night? I think it was last night. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm very excited and very thrilled to be discovering all of this. It is just the, the processing, the download, the upload, all of it. It takes you're, so long. You're sleeping odd hours. You're wakeful at yeah. odd hours for you. It's really yeah. been... I've quite enjoyed your passion. Thank you. Towards all of this. I hope that everyone would go give this a shot, even if you think, I'm I'm not a video gal or yeah. guy or mm-hmm. however you identify yourself. Um, I was really impressed with what you did. Thank you. And listen, I'm not easily impressed. I'm a, I'm a bit but, of a tyrant. A bit of a butthole. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad someone that somebody noticed. To circle it back to where we started this episode. Yes, all the way back to the butthole. That's where it all begins. <laughs> it's where it all ends. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all I have. And I have a big, great puppy who's so sweet. She's, is she even a puppy? She She's like the puppy. size of a Shetland pony. She's a puppy. Oh, no, all, all the puppies. The dogs all all the, the puppies. Are in here. Okay, everybody. <laughs> Come buy tickets to our petting zoo and have an awesome today, would you? Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.